welcome to the Daily Corn Mill. I am Chris Gomez coming to you on this Thursday, April the April the 18th, 18th, right guys? Yes. Yeah. 18th today. All right. Thank, thanks for joining us here on the Daily Corn Mill. It's been a little little bit since we've done an episode, but it's great to be back here in the studio. The Daily Corn Mill is a sh the show where we talk about all things Isleta del Sur Pueblo and about Indian country and just everything else going on in between. Thanks for joining us here today. I have two very special guests in the studio with me today from the health education program. We have um, health education manager, Miriam Cardenas. How are you doing, Miriam? Hello, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Okay. And we also have um, health education and prevention specialist, Rachel Candelaria. Hello, Rachel. Hi, Chris. Yeah. So um, great, great day. Um, thanks for joining me, guys. Um, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your program, but um, we're coming back off a day off. Did you guys get a chance to make it out to employee appreciation yesterday? We did. I did. It was a lot of fun. I had mm. a lot of fun. Yeah. You, Rachel, did you make it out there? I wasn't able to make it out there, but I, I heard everybody had a great time. Yeah, it was a good time. And um, more importantly, the El Paso Chihuahuas pulled out the victory, 11 and 10. So, right. you know, we were at, at Southwest University Park. So it's, it's, it's always nice to mentally get out of the office for a little while recharge the batteries and come back ready to serve our people. Yes, definitely. That's always a good thing. And that's definitely what we um, what we seek to to strive through our programs as well. Okay, great. So um, let's talk a little bit about yourself first, Miriam. How long have you been working for the Pueblo? I'm going on four and a half uh, years, almost five this summer. So very, very uh, blessed and thankful to be working here. It's been a lot of fun and a lot of learning. Okay, and I understand Rachel's more new to the program, right? Rachel, how long have you been with us? Yes, uh, I started in December, so yeah. it's been a, a big learning process, but it's been really fun. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So um, four and a half years. Um, how would you say the program's changed in the four years you've been here? Uh, it has changed. I think we, uh, st when I started, um, everybody knew the program as the diabetes program, and, and I think there was a little bit of a stigma attached to that, and uh, that was the only th uh, program that was around. So I think now it's evolved a little bit more, and we are definitely um, showing how we have other programs besides just uh, the diabetes management and prevention program. So we, we offer a lot of different services as well. Okay, great. Let's talk about um, some of those those other programs. I know I've been um, talking a lot about Pee in a Native Pod. Um, do you guys want to tell me about exactly what is um, Pee in a Native Pod? Sure, I'll start it off, and then I'll, I'll let Rachel talk a little bit about that since she's going to be the, the lead um, instructor for those. Uh, the Pee in a Native Pod started actually... A, True story, uh, we didn't know what we wanted to name the classes, and so what we ended up doing is we ended up having, uh, at one of the community events, we had a, a, like a name, uh, uh, naming contest. And uh, so we had employees, we had different people um, write down names of, of, uh, that would be for the program. And so uh, at one of the community events, we put all the names out there, and we had the community vote. And so they ended up voting for a PNA Native pod, and um, we did a really nice little logo to go with it. Um, yeah, I saw the, I saw yeah. the flyer, and mm -hmm. um, you could see that on um, the Isla del Sur Pueblo Facebook page, the, the logo that got out there. But 
yes. Yeah, yes. Who, who came up with the, the name? Ruben Carrillo. He was the, the creator of that. Um, and I, I just went in there telling them, you know, I really kind of incorporate all of the, we were starting the community gardens and growing and how we want to, you know, uh, going back to like roots and tradition of, of um, like the ancestors and how health, health was back then. So we kind of just want to incorporate all, all that. And he came up with that really nice logo and everybody's really like that logo. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and and who actually came up with the name for the class? Um, Do you remember? I don't Probably remember. Been so long, it's been, huh? Yeah, it's been a few years. Um, yeah, and I don't remember who came up with the name, but but yeah, very creative name. So so, so how how many um like sessions have you done of of Pia and the Native Pod so far? We started in 2015, and we have yearly sessions. Um, and we've had approximately between uh, an average of about 10 to 12 people per year. Um, uh, so we, we're hoping to, you know, to try to increase those, but again, it's just really, um, depending on the community and, and, and the women and women who are of childbearing age, you know, they don't always have to be pregnant to come to the classes. Maybe they're planning on getting pregnant exactly. in the future, you know, exactly. so you go into prenatal care and everything. So Definitely. Rachel, walk me through, um, what like a class looks like, like when I come in there, I, I believe they start at 6 PM, right? Um, 5.30. 5.30 p.m. Yes. Uh, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, so I, I just walked through the door at 5.30 p.m. What can I expect as a, a expected parent? Okay, so basically um, you'll walk in. We'll have some material, um, whatever's going to be for that class, per se. Um, they'll be laid out on a table, and, and you'll grab that, and you'll, you'll come in. Um, we'll go through kind of like a, a de-stressing just for the moms to just kind of, you know, they work all day or you know they have other things going on so we just kind of want to make the class good for them and and just not stressful and just make it enjoyable for them so we'll kind of have a few minutes of just to distress you know stretch out your neck um do little stretches have a little meditation session wow that's awesome like i think um that's one of like the most underrated things that's out there like you know there's a lot of people that exercise and um but just taking that that couple minutes to meditate, you know, it just refocuses your mind. It kind of calms you down. Um, you know, you put everything like uh, after a hard day, especially like at five thirty, like if they've been at work all day, just put it out of their mind and gets you focused on learning. So, like, I'd recommend meditating for like anybody, like any college student, any um, high school student, just anybody like like that that works a really stressful and demanding job. Um, like mo- most people do, like it, it, it's hard to get out there and, and um, you know, any any parent and it just kind of um, brings you back down to earth like um, and and it helps you like the new information you're going to take in. It helps you absorb it more. So what, what happens after the meditation session? Usually after meditation, then we'll get go ahead and get started with the class. Um, sometimes we'll do activities just to kind of test their knowledge and then um, we'll go ahead and go into the class and we'll talk about. For example, um, the Eating Healthy During Pregnancy will have a class where um, more hands-on, um, where we'll lay out certain food groups and then they decide which would be the healthiest option for them. Um, and then that class, uh, the classes will either run for an hour and a half to two hours, just depending on the class. And then um, we, we send them home for the, and then they'll come back the next week. Oh, so, so you have a whole curriculum, right? How, how yes. many weeks is that curriculum spread over? We usually do uh, about seven weeks, um, but it could go for eight to nine, depending on sometimes, you know, uh, maybe holidays that interfere with, with the schedule or uh, just things that come up. But we try to keep it at at least seven. 
Um, sometimes we combine courses just depending on uh, on the group that we have, whether they're first-time moms or if we have a combination. So sometimes we have moms who, who have already had children before, but maybe they just never went to the classes. So we can take out some of the courses, more like the, the first-time mom materials that they would receive. And then that way we don't repeat things. Yeah, yeah. So th- that wouldn't yeah, if, you, if you're listening and you've been through the course before, like mm-hmm. you're, you're going to get something different on exactly. the way out and maybe something that didn't stick the first time. Because yep. it's all about keeping your, your, your child, your, your expected child to come out um, as healthy as possible and keeping the, the parent as healthy as possible right. so that we have a well-rounded, um, healthy community and, you know, they're ready to just be great parents out there and, and um, take care of their children. So that's great work that you guys do. So what other things other than like eating well will, will be covered over the curriculum? Well, over the curriculum, we go over, we've actually incorporated a lot of other material. Um, definitely, we promote breastfeeding um, for uh, as a way to, to uh, battle um, with obesity and, and, you know, as a preventive measure. Um, breastfeeding is the most important. Um, is that obesity for the child or for the parents or for both? For both. Okay. Be, for both. Because when moms breastfeed, um, moms can lose weight um, during that time period. But then also it's just the healthier for uh, the, the baby. Um, it contains a lot of, um, you know, nutrients that are set the baby off and, and build a, a really good immune system for the baby. Um, and so... You know, we do encourage them to to try to at least breastfeed up to six months, but we would definitely want them to to go a year. Um, and so we do bring in somebody. We do collaborate with the um, El Paso Public Health Department, um, and somebody from WIC comes in to to give us that class. And she's great. She's been uh, coming in for the duration since 2015 that we've been doing these classes. We also do um, we talk about uh, something called a period of purple crying. So for parents, this is a really good um, learning class because they learn about that period when a child cries a lot. And, and a lot of the times it gets mistaken for a colicky baby. Um, and, it's, and it's been studied that research shows through, through those courses that, that this is a period where babies just, there's some children that tend to cry quite, quite often. And this is the time when, um, you know, abuse can happen to children, right? Especially when, when parents are frustrated with they, when they don't know how to handle baby crying. So we try to show them techniques, how to soothe the baby, um, sh- try how to prevent shaken baby syndrome, um, and because that's when... That's, yeah, that's no, absolutely. Seen the most often, so so yeah, they learn techniques how to soothe the baby, and also how to show caregivers, whoever's going to care for their baby, these different techniques, so that... Um, can help the baby, but it can also help the caregivers. Yeah, I mean, we talked about stress a little bit earlier in the opening, and I mean, it can happen. Like you right. know, some some something can just set you off, and you know, yeah. you just especially th- when your baby's been crying for hours. Yeah, right? or and then you that's haven't slept. where that self meditation comes in too right. to kind of calm exactly. you down and de stress a little bit. Because I, I mean. Like life is just weird. Like there's just kind of sometimes like it's not one thing that'll set you off, but like a series of like minor events that just kind of just build throughout the entire day or week or month or whatever it is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, at some point it's going to spill over. So that's, you know, great that you guys are doing that with the parents and everything. So um, you you mentioned the health department. Are there any other guest speakers that come in as part of um, the, the course curriculum? Uh, we are starting to implement, um, and Rachel's going to uh, work with um, Carla Estrada. She's one of our diabetes program specialists, and she will be coming in to discuss um, 
about gestational diabetes. So that's another topic that is, um, again, goes along with uh, the nutrition and goes along with other risk factors that moms may have. And so sometimes um, it's important to, to look and observe at these signs and while they're pregnant. So... Yeah, so you're going to get taken care of on that front also. So there's, there, there's just so many benefits to, to coming to this class. I know mm-hmm. for a lot of times it seems like eight weeks, like, wow, that's a long, long time right. to invest. But, I mean, you're going to be investing 18 years into your child, right. yes. you know, and, and maybe beyond, like, if they stay home from college and everything. So, like, <laughs> eight, eight, they don't go away sometimes. No. And, and it's not that you're, like, you know, um, a bad parent or anything like that. We could always just get better at at what we're doing so there's no like shame or stigma that should be involved there Mm -hmm. i mean as a matter of fact i think it should be a source of pride because uh you're investing that time in in your child's development and everything so um and then and then it's something that you guys are doing specifically for our community what are some of the things that um might might be specific to like native american parents that you guys do so uh, something that's specific uh, to address like cultural issues or matters, uh, we we really try to incorporate um, language into the classes. So, um, Mr. Richard Hernandez, Hernandez, yeah, I had him on a couple of weeks ago. Yes, and Rick Quesada. Quesada, they have been really good to give us like certain translation to certain words. And so I can't tell you that I know them off the top of my head, but we do have them written down and we like to share them with the parents because we have understood as well that in uh, child development, this is the best time to start teaching your child. Um, Baby can already um, listen, can hear, can pick up sounds. Um, They can recognize, you know, like who's, you know, a a male voice and, and a mom's voice. Um, and so, uh, you know, they when they start to hear language um, so young in the womb, it's w- easier for them to pick it up once they're born. Um, they can learn language faster that way. So uh, we try to talk to them about, um, you know, bonding with their baby and what better way to bond with their baby by using their native language. So we try to incorporate things like that. And, and for the incentives as well, you know, they receive their first, um, when all participants go through the classes, they receive their first uh, baby uh, regalia for up to, it usually fits a baby for up to their first year. So, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who do you work with to get that baby regalia? Uh, we work with, um, we actually I'll partner with that, uh, with Sacred. Sacred Connections. Connections. Yeah. Sacred Connections. And Sacred okay. Connection has a, um, a tribal member who, who, Okay, so it's authentic, (laughs) authentic baby regalia, like, yeah. (laughs) And I I mean, those are hard to make, especially for a baby that size. Yes. You know, they look beautiful in that, and those are, like, memories that you're going to treasure forever. So, yeah, definitely a great incentive to be out there. So those classes are starting on May 1st. They are at 5.30, right, Rachel? Correct, yes. Yeah, 5.30, okay, I got it wrong. It's at 6. So if you want to attend those classes, um, you know, or register for them, RSVP, um, I know they have um, limited space, you can find Rachel, let me give you the number here, at um, 915-860-6122 to sign up. It's actually uh, 860-6121. 6121. God, I've made two mistakes today. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so, I apologize for that. So. And also we want to encourage um, 
spouses or yes. partners or family members to come to the classes um, to support mom in the process. Absolutely. Caretakers, well. whoever's going to be taking care of the baby, right. right? They learn as well. Yeah. Can, can they bring their children to the classes? They can so long as, as the child is able to to stay at least in uh, for about approximately an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. Do you have snacks or anything like we that? We sure do. Awesome. We always have snacks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured. That's why I asked. <laughs> Yeah, something I, I, healthy, but we will. I'm the type of person that shows up to um, events just for the snack. <laughs> yeah, I've got a healthy appetite. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. So, um, speaking of health, um, so our feast day is coming up on June the 13th, right? And for listeners out there, um, I mean, the tribal members uh, that participate in the tribal feasts um, understand um, that our feasts are a form of physical prayer. You know, when I say physical, I mean physical. So our feast day, it starts. Um, um, I mean, there's weeks and weeks of preparation leading up to this, um, practices, um, gatherings where we prepare all the food together. And um, as a community, it's a, a really beautiful event, and it culminates on June 13th with our feast day. So that feast day itself, it starts from um, before sunrise and lasts all the way to past sunset. And there's a lot of physical activity going on. And something um, great that you guys have done this year is you're putting together, because we always say this, because I've danced for several years, like, wow, I wish I had exercise, like, leading up to this. <laughs> and that's so you guys are doing something to promote exercise before that. You want to talk about that? Sure. Um, Cedric Marceline, he's our uh, diabetes program fitness trainer. Um, and now that he's uh, has a little bit more experience in making that connection between, um, you know, disease and, and the importance of physical activity, um, he really wanted to put something together um, for this specific um, event and, and definitely helping the community um, build that endurance for that day, for the demands of, of the feast day and, and the dances. Um, and so the classes are have started, actually. Yeah, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays? Yes, yes. At and the Recreation and Wellness Center. Correct, correct. And then um, you can contact him, and the phone number is 218... Let me... Hold on, let me find that. I know that off the top of my head. It's uh, 218-3910. Thank you, Rachel, yes. 218-3910. Um, yeah, that's ni- area code 915, just in case. Yes. Yeah. So uh, th- those started in the evening? Yes, and as a matter of fact, I just received a notification that tomorrow's class will be at nine in the morning. Yeah, because of Good Friday, correct? Good Good Friday, April the nineteenth. Correct. So, if you're planning to go boot camp, and if you missed the first couple classes, no big deal. Exactly. Yeah, just show up. Even if if you can't, yeah, they're gonna build off of that. And I I know Cedric. um, He's been through several fitness trainings and that, so he'll start you at your level. So don't feel like you have to go in. um, in shape already or you know that that, that's the whole thing yeah yeah it's all about like it's like somebody saying like i need to take uh learn how to play the guitar before i take guitar lessons (laughs) like no he's he's there to teach you and he's just got he's really patient and you look at the guy and he's in excellent physical condition so he's somebody that practices what he preaches you know for sure so we know how grueling those feast days could be and i mean even if you're not planning to dance at the feast day it's just a, a great place to start because you're going to have somebody guiding you through this. Exactly. Yeah, and um, you're going to get together in a group, and, and um, you tend to have s- more successful outcomes 
when you get together in a group. And and I think one of the things that's wonderful is like you mentioned um, how you're partnering with Carla earlier and Cedric and then the wellness center is helping you on. So you guys do a lot of collaboration. Yes. The language program was another one. Yes. So it's really good that like you guys are like like pulling all your resources together and you know because we're one community exactly you know and we're all trying to serve the same people and you know like like you know I, I try and help you guys out as much as possible promoting every everybody's um events and 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 things so you know um just let's keep up that spirit of collaboration yes, you know definitely. that you know and it's awesome that you guys are at the forefront of that there's a lot of professionals in the community that know exactly what they talk about and and that's that's the importance of of collaborating so that everybody can like you said reach reach the same community um and you know b- talking about um how we want to also help the community is you know when you participate in especially w- in physical activity i mean it's 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 hard for f- especially when you've never done it in your life um, another great thing about our program is that on the prevention side, you know, what we want to do is, is help you change your lifestyle, and, um, and it takes time. So, uh, you know, our um, program has health coaching available, so if you decide, you know, you, you do want to make a, a change in lifestyle, and we really focus on nutrition and, and you know, of course, physical activity. So um, we have health coaches that you can meet with one-on-one, um, and then there's also... Um, lifestyle changes classes that are are going on um, they're actually coming to a close here may 4th but there'll probably be another round depending on on the demand for the class um, and that's what they focus on they focus on uh, what are those barriers that we face um, how do we overcome those barriers um, nutrition topics a lot of nutrition topics basics you know things about um, what are the important nutrients that you need to have and why they're important and and how they contribute um, or the lack thereof, how they contribute to disease, right? And and so we try to tie all those things together. They do store visits, cooking demos. So yeah, that's there's often. always eating. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, you could think you're eating health, healthy because you're going and buying your own groceries, right? right? But, I, I mean, um, it just depends what you're picking up. Cause, exactly. Um, yeah, they've got some garbage in the grocery store, too. You yes. know, like, I, I, I tell people, like, just stay away from the boxes, the stuff that comes in boxes, yeah. like, like um, you know, processed food. I guess, um, you know, like I, I try and promote people like eating whole food, like real food, like real ingredients, you know? Yeah. Like, like if a label has like a thousand ingredients on it, it's yes. probably not the best thing. for And stuff. Exactly. And if you don't know how to read it, then. Yeah. You can't read it, say it, spell it. Can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's probably something your body's not going to, um, exactly. that's naturally digested. So, yes. um, yeah, that's great that you guys take them out to the supermarket and everything. So I know, I know things get busy around the feast day time, but mm-hmm. then they tend to slow down and. Mm-hmm those classes will probably start up, you know, just later on there. And you really yes. don't have to, like, like like I say, like, like sometimes um, people get discouraged because, um, you know, maybe they, they, they feel like they've hit rock bottom health-wise, mm-hmm. you know, or they get some kind of a health scare, you exactly. know, like, yeah. And, um, you know, don't wait till you get to that health exactly. scare to, to make those want. life changes. You know, it's all about prevention. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to think about longevity and, and you know, like, um, do I want to end up in a nursing home? Like, no, you know, I want to, you know, the like, quality of life yeah. is what's really important is how, how do you want to age? Do you want to age, you know, um, with a b- lot of health issues, having to take lots of medicine, um, you know, a lot of different things that, that can, you know, stop your, your a good quality of life? Or do you want to be able to still be mobile and um, of sound mind? Um, so 
those that's those are the things that we strive for as well. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what a lot of people might not know about is you guys actually collect da- data and you study our yeah. community. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there, there's been um, different different um, surveys have come out that look at risk factors and everything. And you guys have one coming up, right? It's the 2019 adult behavioral risk factors um, survey? Yes, that is correct. We have um, as well collaborated again with, with all of the with uh, leaders in the community. And, and we this survey actually was done back in 2008, 2009. So there may be some community members that may have already uh, or took the survey back then. Um, it's going to change. Uh, so, you know, technology has really helped. Uh, so we don't have a written test that they have to do now. It's, it's uh, The survey now will be electronic survey. Uh, we will still have interviewers, but um, for integrity of the questions and to be able to answer questions um, that, that, the inter, um, that the community might have regarding um, certain questions. But that's what they're going to look at, different topics. So anywhere from nutrition to physical activity to um, health conditions, um, screenings, um, alcohol substance abuse. Um, yeah, the different indicators all that the different kind of indicators um, that revolve around health because health is circular. Mm-hmm. It's not just physical. It's mental, mental health. health yeah, right. I, I think, um, you know, we, we, I've had people from Sacred Connections in here and we've talked That's a lot about mental health yes. and just um, the stigma behind that, how it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit more difficult, you know, than physical health because, right. yeah, with the physical side of it, you know, you, you can, you know, if I broke my leg, people aren't going to tell you like, um, Hey, you know, just snap out of it. You know right. what I mean? But like, for some reason, somebody is suffering with depression yes. or some kind of men- mental illness. They get this like, hey, you know, come on, like, you know, liven up, you know, right. like come out of it. And, you know, the brain's an organ just like everything else. Like, you know, like people have heart attacks. People have, um, you know, imbalances. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, they, they need to be addressed. So um, I, I can't underline the importance of um, these surveys and, and like what the data is used for because... Um, Number one, programs like Miriam's, they can't um, serve the community if they don't know, you know, wh- what the com- community needs. So your participation in the survey, like it really does help them develop and um, customize the programs to what the needs are in the tribe. And not just not just uh, uh, um, health education, but just all the other, all the other programs. So it's really important that they, they get um, as much participation in these surveys as possible, you know, um, all of the interviewers, they're trained and your anonymity is always going to be protected. Like, you're, you know, whatever you answer, you know, it's important to answer, honestly, you know, just because, um, yeah, number one, you're not the only one out there, you know, that 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 probably, um, you know, might be going through something or, you know, have some kind of ailment. But um, number two, like, like um, if we don't know what the problem is, how can we, you know, better serve you and develop programs around it and, you know, train, train our staff to handle, you know, just di- different things. So, um, you know, definitely I, I, I've uh, been impressed with some of the data that's been collected by, the, by um, you know, the health departments. And, you know, some, some of the outcomes out there, they're, they're scary and they're, they're eye-opening. And, and um, you know, that's part of the reason that we have a health education program because, you know, we, we, we weren't um, the healthiest community, but it's gotten better with your help and everything. So, you know, I um, that'll be starting up in a in a couple weeks, couple months. Um, we are looking to actually begin the survey um, during the summertime um, for a period of um, of about maybe three, maybe four months, depending on how soon we can. We we are going to be doing a sample of the community. It won't be every individual in the community, but it is for 18 years of age and older, so adults. 
Um, this is for adults. We we last year we had one for the youth. For the youth, I remember one that for one. For the youth, right? And so, um, so we, you know, if you receive a notification, you know, we're gonna have upcoming letters being sent out and just a lot of communication. Um, and if you see um, a communication at your household, um, it'll let you know whether your household was selected for the survey. So, so we really encourage. Um, that if you can't do the survey at the time that in, that someone knocks on your door, that you contact us and we make appointments and, and that we get that information. Yeah, that, just to give everybody peace of mind, exactly. too, out there that, um, you know, if your household is selective, mm -hmm. it's random sampling. So, exactly. yeah, um, you know, don't feel like they're targeting you. Right, or, no, you we know, don't know. We yeah, have experts that have helped us with that. Yeah, the, that they're, they're, they're trained in data and everything. So it's yes. a random sampling, you know, like like a lot of times it's like, oh, they're coming here because they know about my alcoholism. Right, or no, like it, it's It's nothing like that. It's just totally random and you know, your, your honest feedback is appreciated and it is used and it goes to not only help, um, you know, your family or your family unit, but like others around the tribe, you know, yes. for, for sure. So um, if there's parents out there th that their youth participated in the survey and, and for some reason we missed them and we they were not able to get um, the results of that, they can definitely call our department. We do still have some of those uh, results available so they can see them. Mm -hmm. And the uh, same we will do with, with this survey once all results are in and all that. We want to share that with the community. Yeah, and, and those are always done as and the aggregate. They don't like um, they don't um, put individual person's results out there. Never. It's it's just everybody right. collective. Like, for example, um, you know, um, twelve percent of the population exactly. suffers from diabetes or whatever it whatever right. it is. Like, uh, um, th th they're done like that, and and then it kind of gives us an idea when you repeat them after ten years. Well. What progress have we made in that 10 years? You know, are rates of diabetes going down? You know, is alcoholism something that's dropping? You know, um, just it, it really does um, show you that, you know, we're not just throwing stuff out at the wall and seeing what sticks. But, you know, um, it's a good way for the, to see if our programs are making an impact on the community. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So um, you've been here four and a half years. Uh, Rachel's brand new. <laughs> She's been here She's four and a half quiet. months. Yeah, you're a little quiet there. <laughs> so, I, I, like, whenever I get a young tribal person out here, like, it, it, I'm, I'm fascinated because I like to see, you know, you guys are a representation of where the tribe is going. Yes, definitely. So, uh, what are your future plans, Rachel? Um, well, I'll be graduating in December with my bachelor's in biology. Awesome. Um, Congratulations. From where? From UTEP. From UTEP. Yeah, fellow miner here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Go, Go UTEP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, what's that experience been like for you? Um, well, it's <laughs> it's been a struggle. I'm not gonna lie. Um, school does take a lot of hard work and, and commitment. Um, I did take a six month break to join the military, so that's awesome. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your support. Um, it's just it's taught me a lot, both the military and being in school. Um, you know, it's it's n it's nothing like high school. Um, and I always try to encourage, you know youth to to just don't be afraid um we have awesome resources here that'll help you pay for school um so don't be afraid get out there and you know do your best um yeah, yeah and ti time really flies doesn't it, it rachel does. like it seems it like does. just <laughs> yesterday you were graduating from high school like you know and and like here you are about to graduate from college so you know congratulations to you and kudos to you so what do you plan to do with that biology degree um, I'm going to be applying to a physician assistant school. Um, hopefully, I'll get into a program, God willing. Um, and from there, um, 
become a PA and then hopefully come back and be able to serve um, serve the tribe. Oh, wow. That, that's phenomenal. And then, of course, um, one of the most exciting things, I can't wait to get Mr. Lopez in here <laughs> to talk about the clinic. But uh, I, I don't think um, people are grasping the new clinic and like all the no. opportunities that are going to come like employment wise and just... Um, you know, some of the health outcomes that we should get as a result of having that here, are, you know, they're just going to be phenomenal. So the tribe is pumping a lot of resources into that. Indian Health Services is going to be staffing that clinic. And, you know, I think they're going to be hiring something over like 100 people for to to work there. So, you know, on top of everything that we already have, Rachel talked a little bit about like the great resources for education. I, I mean, like we truly are blessed as a Pueblo. And, and, you know, it's great to see like people like you, Rachel, like taking advantage of that. You know, going and getting educated and then filling these positions like as they, they, they come up and, you know, like um, it, it's it's just like um, that that much more, um, I, I guess, um, rewarding for, you know, everybody that works for the tribe, you know, and you get to study under somebody like Miriam for a little while and then, you know, get your degree and come into your own. And, you know, that like like, like that's that's really awesome. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. We're proud of her too. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, great. Um, and then um, let's talk a little bit about World Diabetes Day. When is that? Uh, we normally ha celebrate World Diabetes Day November 14th. Um, and we've celebrated it by having, uh, we have a community event where we, you know, discuss information about diabetes and um, prevention of diabetes we bring in guest speakers um, it's been great uh, this year might change a little bit um, we want to kind of support outdoor activities so we are looking at some plans for maybe having something outdoors but uh, we're, we're not in the planning stages yet but that's definitely something um, that'll be coming up in the fall. Y yeah, we'll definitely have to get you guys back in here yes. to talk about World Diabetes Day and the activities around that once they get more um I guess solidified. Excuse me, my throat exactly. got real scratchy there. Yeah, anything else that you guys would like to promote while you're here or talk about? or? Um, so we are, uh, well, I guess I've been tasked to um, do the <coughs> health awareness months. Mm -hmm. um, so each month I try and go out into the community. Um, I've started kind of slowly um, there at the clinic, um, at the wellness center. Um, but basically, the goal is to go out and promote different um, diseases or just raise awareness. Most importantly, prevention. You know, get talk to people about the certain disease or the certain cancer um, and just tell them to look out for those signs. You know, if, if cancer or any disease is caught early, you know, outcomes are just so much better. So that's, that's a goal. So um, be on the lookout everywhere. Each month is something different, and I try to go to different locations. Um, I'll be at Empowerment on the 25th, speaking to the parents, and then um, I'll be at the Wellness Center on the 24th. Yes. Awesome. Awesome job. Oh, and uh, for this uh, month of April, we're covering oral cancer um, awareness. So Oral cancer awareness? Yes. So that's cancer in the mouth, right, obviously? Correct. Yeah, so um, make sure you get out there, and um, if you have an opportunity to uh, um, talk with Rachel about that, Maybe you'll learn something and it, it could be something that could potentially save your life or the life of somebody that, you know, that's close to you and everything. So um, we definitely got to get you guys back in here, you know, more more regularly. So, you know, like whenever you guys have events, we hope that you can come and share them with our, our audience here at GUE 101.5 FM. Um, so um, once again, thanks to our, our guest today. We had health education uh, manager Miriam Cardenas. 
and um, health education and prevention specialist, uh, Rachel Candelario. Where can people get a hold of you guys? Um, you want to give your numbers, your emails out? Sure. You can contact, um, community members can contact me at, um, the, we are located at the health clinic. Um, and uh, my number is 860-6143. Um, they can contact the main number, which is 860-6121. 6121. 6121. Okay, you guys have been excellent guests. Thank you guys. And thank you to everybody out there listening for the to the Daily Corn Meal. I hope you guys have a safe and happy Passover weekend. Enjoy yourself. Don't forget to um, head out to the Taiwan Festival um, at the Cultural Center this weekend from 11 to 3. That's um, uh, the Tigüe de Isla del Sur Pueblo Cultural Center there. And um, thanks for joining me today on the Daily Corn Meal. You're listening to Cue 101.5 FM LP Isla del Sur.